Well, the Magic lose a valiant effort, Peach. But uh, when you don't show up for two and a half quarters, a push at the end does not get it done. The Magic lose to a jawless Memphis Grizzlies, 113-108. to It was ugly. 15 points in the first quarter. There were times I think our largest deficit was 20, 20-plus-ish. 20 yeah, this was uh, a disgusting game in the first. First quarter, 15 points. That's never going to get it done, um, even if you have a 35-point quarter later. It's just they got behind too much early doing stuff that we don't do. Mm-hmm. Like we were just trying to shoot. Mm-hmm. Our offense didn't look like we had that regular rhythm. It would be pass the ball to one guy. He makes a move, takes a shot. No one in there to rebound. Just not our game. And when we were getting inside and doing, trying to get to do what we were, Jaron Jackson was saying, no. Yeah. No, thank you. Please leave. <laughs> and and because of the way he set the tone early, we were like, well, we can't go in there. Yeah. And it's like, no, you can. Just got to find another way, like pass around when you get in there or something. But they were too afraid at that point. And now we were behind. So then they start chucking threes to try to catch up. I mean, we shot 49 threes in this game. That's a lot of threes. Yeah. I know it's part of the comeback, but like that is still too many. And it's still under 30% shooting the three pointer. So overall, just not. Not a great effort. And you love to see that effort at the end coming back, right? Like, that's nice. Mm-hmm. All of a sudden, the shots start falling. They got Jaron Jackson to file out with, by the way, which I think is, is a really bad foul at the end of the game, going at the head of my man Franz when he's going for a dunk and you're up like 13. Mm-hmm. Settle down, bro. Yeah. I mean, the Grizzlies did some things to let us back in this game, and we took it to make this look a little better than, than it should have looked. But it. There was more bad than good in this game. I'm not yeah. letting them off the hook just because there was a value comeback. We've seen too much of that in the last year and a half with this team, that the bench team comes in, guys get things moving. Admiral Schofield hits a couple of threes. Go, Super Goga takes over, by the way. I'm starting the Super Goga movement. Uh, he could do no wrong tonight. Yeah. He made behind-the-back passes. He's shooting threes. He's blocking shots, stealing the ball. Yeah. What more can you ask for? No, I mean it's the Goga Bia Bia. I still don't know how to pronounce your name, Goga. I'm sorry, Bia 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 Dase. Yeah, see the thing Bia is, Dice. you can't have Bia a D and a Z. Those don't go together. Well, for my American tongue, it, it it's it's tough. But Goga had an amazing game. I, it just it was frustrating right from Jump Street when essentially the Memphis Grizzlies were dog walking us in our own game. I always look to points in the paint and rebounds, and although the rebounds were a little bit even at the end of the game, I would have liked to see what they were at half. Um, we got worked in terms of points in the paint, 36 to 54. That's normally our strength. Mm-hmm. And as you said, Peach, we were we were scared of Jaron Jackson Jr., just completely scared of him right after tip. And... Honestly, I started doing some schoolwork for a little while there in the second quarter because I thought this was going to be an, another ugly one. Mm-hmm. And to the team's credit, we've made improvements because the Memphis Grizzlies have destroyed us in recent history. I mean, with Ja, I call it the taco game. I was watching, I think, last year with my lady, not her taco, but you'll know why. You'll understand in a second. I think we got down by 30. you thought that. We got down by 30. And I said, fuck it, let's go get tacos. And so that's the taco game. 
and the Grizzlies are the taco team, and they got me so frustrated. I think it's also just because of the type of team that they are. Right. They're, they're like, we want all the smoke, but then they don't want it, but then they do want it, but then they don't want it. They're just, just pains in the asses. Dylan Brooks just yeah, yuck, man. I, I, it's I, frustrating because they're good, too. That's well, why it's frustrating. We, yeah, we've talked about the Grizzlies a lot. Uh, through the course of our podcast here. And, and one point I don't think I've made yet on anything is that like, I should want to like the Grizzlies. Yes. They're in a small market. Yeah. They got some sick late Bulliunis. They yep. got one of the best start young stars in the game. Right. That should be a team. We can just all universally kind of get behind. Like, right. like whoever they're playing, if it's not my team, we should just kind of be like, yeah, I kind of hope they win, but they've made this persona for themselves. That's just unlikable. With one of the most likable, unlikable guys ever, a scumbag that I told you about before he even got on the national media. I knew he was a scumbag before he, he really broke out. Uh, Dylan Brooks. <laughs> there you My go. My scumbag meter is pretty good. My yeah. meters are solid. Stay you're, tuned for meters. You're going to see plenty of meter action from me, and, and they're usually pretty accurate. So I saw it coming a mile away with him. But it, it's too bad that we can't really like universally get behind the scheme. I yeah. do like Jaron Jackson Jr. His game is great. But he did yep. kind of fade off in the second half when he got into foul trouble. He's the kind of guy that, like, if he's got it going early, like he did with with us in this game, he's doing everything. He's hitting threes. He's blocking shots. He's kind of holding court out there, if you will. But then in the second half, when we were kind of, you know, equalizing him and finding ways around him and got him in foul trouble, that you could see he was a little bit like, what was me? Like, got down a little bit and got out of the game and then made a bad foul down the stretch to give Franz a three-point play and shrink the lead that didn't need to be shrunk. There's like a minute to go, and you're up, you know, by more than 10. Why would you allow them to get a three-point play? Just let them have the dunk. Move on with your day. Yeah, he's he's an interesting player, Triple J, because, I mean, I don't know, like, not last year, but two years ago, people were kind of writing him off as they took him as the number four pick, and there was the the dirty B word, the bust, kind of going around that he hadn't really developed into the player that people thought he was injured for a little while. And I think that's a good lesson for us Magic fans in terms of development. You know, this is his fifth year, mm-hmm. and this is his first. He's he's an All Star now. He had an All Star appearance, so yeah. good you know, we, a lot of times there's narratives all the time, and, and it's fine. It's healthy. It's it's good discourse for the fans of a team to think about the different pieces and who's going to be able to elevate their game and take that. You know, whether it's the guards um, or the center. You know. There's been lots of conversations about the guys on our team and who's going to stay and who's going to go. I think this is it's a little bit of a reassuring sign to me, the Jaron Jackson Jr. story, in terms of, hey, I've been worried about Cole at times. All right? Mm-hmm. But it's his third year. Right. You know? He, he's got some time. I've been worried about Jalen Suggs. But, hey, it's okay. He's got some time. Yeah. It's, a, it's a good lesson for me, at least, to see Jaron Jackson Jr. in his fifth year getting his first all-star nod and really, I mean, just dominating the game. Like, he he got us in a way, but he is how, – how the Grizzlies' strength can also be their weakness. You know, their strength is they play with that edge, they think they're the best fucking team on the universe, and they play with that level of confidence. Mm-hmm. But if you absorb one of their punches and give it back to them – and, and sticking on them, they have they have kind of trouble. They can get into their feels like Jaron Jackson Jr. can hang his head. What I didn't like, Peach, is some of the body language I saw from our starters mm-hmm. to begin the game. Yep. 
Shots weren't falling. Well, the body language we in, our, in your living room wasn't great either. No, I, no, <laughs> for sure, for sure. But it, it just it looked ugly, especially after there was a little bit of hype on Twitter from Paulo retweeting a Magic fans post and talking about they thought we were tanking. And then this is your next game. I mean, Paulo had a good game. 9 of 18, 50% from the floor, 24 points, 10 rebounds, or 11 rebounds, sorry, sir, 5 assists. So Paulo answered the bell. But, not, you know, it just looked ugly. It looked disjointed to start. We, we were forcing outside shots. We were, shoot, we were acting like we were coming from behind way before we actually were in a very large deficit. Yeah. Just settling for those outside threes, what we always talk about as things we cannot do in our offense. It just looks stale. Yeah. And uh, God bless Gogo Biadice. Yeah, a lot of them were early in the shot clock too, which I know is a, mm. is a pet peeve of mm. yours. Don't even get me started. Um, our uh, minus player of the game was Moritz Wagner, uh, minus 15, and he just looked off when he came in the game. He was just doing a lot of bad things, which is very unlike him. Usually he's a big plus for us off the bench, but today he was kind of scatterbrained. Things just didn't look right about him, and that's why I think Goga ended up getting the minutes he did. And it's a good thing Goga got him, but he is not our plus minus leader of the night. Really? It actually is, uh, just double-checking, it's Admiral Schofield at plus 12. Oh, wow. But one okay. other interesting plus-minus note, Wendell Carter Jr., even. Okay. <laughs> interesting. Uh, I mean, honestly, 14 points and seven boards from him. He's been slipping down. Mm-hmm. Um, and I know this because we have a bet where we're trying to figure out how many more of these point and rebounds is he going to get over oh, yes. know, 25, 25 game, right? And he... And he w- in the first couple of games he came back, he was like 30, 32, like easily clearing it. And the last couple of games, he's been like below it, like 23, 24, maybe right at 25. Like he's just slipped back down a little bit. But he's another one of those guys that like because J- Triple J had the paint on lock early, it seemed like he it, it affected him. Like he was mm-hmm. like, oh, I'm not going to be able to do stuff in there tonight. And it's like. You know, just because you try something and it fails once doesn't mean that you can't try it again. I mean, didn't we all learn that from the Star Wars franchise? Look, Death Star didn't work, blew it up. Hey, we're coming back. Return of the Jedi, we're coming with the big one. Let's do it again. Let's run <laughs> so it back. You they were that close. You admire the tenacity of the Empire is what you're I saying. I have always <laughs> admired the tenacity of the Empire. They had a great idea by just one little sliver, right? It, yeah. it didn't work out. And they're like, no, there's no way he can do that again. <laughs> Let's bring it back. I think it's a great plan. So, Wendell, just bring back the Death Star. All right, Wendell? (laughs) Anytime you're feeling down, bring back the Death Star. Um, Yeah, you know, Wendell shrinks a little bit against those bigger paint-dominant guys. Um, He, You said, you know, what was his line against the Knicks? I mean, they had a couple. Mitchell Robinson always gives him fits. Yeah, there's Um, certain guys that, like, his lack of height, really matters yeah. against because his positioning is good and he's there, right. but they can just shoot it over him. Yeah. It's happened a couple times recently and it, it's, it stinks. It's like nothing yeah. you can do about it. He can't, right. we can't stretch him out and make him taller. <laughs> Everything he's doing is correct. He just doesn't have the height to cover them one-on-one and it is what it is. I mean, that's why he's kind of a little out of position at the center. Mm-hmm. Um, he almost needs to be a four, but yeah, you know, with the way our lineup works, he's five. Yeah. Oh, man, how are you feeling out there? You're the real one, Second Cousins. If you're here watching this after a loss, after a tragic loss like that, mm-hmm. 
You're one of the real ones. Don't need to tell you, but please like, spread this to more Magic fans. Let's get more Magic people into the family here, the second cousin family. That's what we're all trying to do, right? We want to spread the Magic fan base, so give it a like, give it a subscribe, spread the word. We're still only like $3 away. I need one of you suckers out there to come on in to the Patreon. $5 a month. I'm working on Nadra. I'm trying to get her to up it. Oh, that's right. We lost her. Yeah, she was at the the top level. She came down to the $5 level, and then I haven't gotten her to be able to go back up yet. And I think we had her on the show since she went down, which we should have we should have put the kibosh on. Yeah. 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 So <laughs> I don't know. Maybe one of you can help help that out. Um what uh, else, Peace? Uh speaking of Magic Family, special shout out to former coach Stan Van Cundy. Mm. Just killing it uh-huh. on the NCAA coverage. Just a delight to have courtside <laughs> calling things out as he sees them and having, um, you know, sort of a filter because it's national TV, but <laughs> as little filter as he possibly can have, which I love. I feel like all sports kind of need that kind of coverage, that honest, unbiased attack. So good job, Stan. Well done, Stan. I think this hopefully, uh, well, not hopefully, that's a horrible thing to say, but I think this for those just Beautiful, beautiful second cousins out there that are those optimists that were still keeping those playing hopes alive. I mean, this has kind of got to be the nail. You almost had to run the table. We've got two more games coming up against the Cavs, which are a really good team. The Wizards won tonight. We're playing them next Friday. So it's it's not looking good for the play-in. But again, that wasn't the barometer necessarily for a successful season. If we would have had everyone healthy, from Jump Street, where I think we're now either one game below 500 or we're still 500 now since Markel has returned. Mm-hmm. So, you know, that would put us in eighth place in the Eastern Conference. So, right. a lot to look forward to next year. It's just uh, kind of sucks to come so close and just fall a little bit short here this year. Yeah, I don't, I don't have that same feeling because I just never felt like that was... Oh, going to happen. I mean, when I thought Markel Fultz was going to be healthy at the beginning of the year, I, I thought for sure we'd be in the playoffs. Okay, then, yeah. yeah. But it got dashed pretty quickly that this is not going to be that season that we jumped. And, it, and we still gave it hell. Yeah. Right? Yeah. But, like, my expectations weren't that high. So it was like, if this happens, great. And if it doesn't, also, okay, because we're making positive steps. If we'd have had the same win total. I think I'd been like, maybe we should need to shut the podcast down. Maybe, maybe, maybe they just can't play when we're doing a podcast. <laughs> we're jinxing them. But they're, you know, improving yeah. by double digits, the win total. That's that's what I need to see. I'd like to see the same thing next year. Yeah. And, and as long as that continues to go upwards and not backwards, and not for any, you know, extenuating circumstance. Like Right. Now, don't say it. I meant like a COVID-shortened okay, season right, or something okay, like okay, that. Right. You know, like I thought you were going to say Where you the only word. play 40 games or okay. something. And then, you know, Fair. Yeah. All right. <laughs> I don't know what you mean. I'm not, I'm not Dante Marcatelli. Okay, okay. don't not, Dante. I'm not going to put no. that evilly in no, unless no. it needs to be there. Unless I'm mentioning how great the, the Death Star's second round was. <laughs> oh, man. I still think they should try it a third time. <laughs> um, I had a thought, and I lost it, Peach. Yeah. I think much like the shooting form of the magic in the first quarter. Yeah. You know, you're right. It has been progress. We've come a long way since the taco game last year with this Grizzlies. See, now I would, I would assume every time you see the Grizzlies on like, Oh, we're playing the Grizzlies tonight. Your mouth must salivate. Just, Oh yeah. Just a little bit. Like, give me some Al Pastor tacos. Let me get that taco. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. So 
it's a barometer team. We're there's one of the best teams in the league right now. I know they're without Ja, but they are still a team with championship aspirations, and they can fight for it in the West. So, but they won't win. No, nah, not no, not this year. Not this year. The West has too much going on. How you feeling, ladies and gentlemen? Season coming to an end right here. It's been real, Peach. I'm sorry I was so down for this, man. It was tough to get up for this recap. Yeah, he gets down do whenever the recaps. I didn't want to do it. You know, whenever we lose, he gets down. He's. I live and bleed this team. Man. Yeah, the, the, he blow, the way his flag blows is the way the team's wind takes him. And that's... It's, <laughs> Sometimes, uh, yes. You know, I, I wish that you had... We weren't that way, but the passion is just there, man. It, it's, like, if they ever won the championship... Oh, my and like, God. They were like, Court Cousins, you guys can, like, have a moment with the trophy. I'd be like... You go first, because <laughs> <laughs> you what a gentleman. Go definitely go first. Take five minutes with it, and then I'll just be like, "That's cool." <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, not that I don't care, because I do. Right, right. But right. like, I'm just saying. Yeah, you care well, way I, more. So, well, what a compassionate man. Right. Be compassionate. Kick the damn like button. See you next time. <laughs> Love you. Peace Thanks out, second coming. cousins.